bring you back into local news live. We've been following the Judiciary Committee hearing for uh, Katanji Brown Jackson, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, the nomination from President Biden for uh, the Supreme Court. So we want to go to some coverage of that a little bit later on. But first, let's replay an interview we had yesterday with Jamie Bittner. She is a multimedia journalist with the Washington, D.C. Bureau for Gray TV, as she spoke to some lawmakers about what they liked, maybe didn't like about the hearing in day one. Now, we did this yesterday, but couldn't get the interview on because of uh, the coverage we had yesterday with storms. So we want to play that for you now. We spoke with Jamie Bittner, multimedia journalist with Gray TV in Washington, D.C., about her coverage of uh, those hearings for Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson for the Supreme Court. Great to welcome to Local News Live for the first time, multimedia reporter in D.C., Jamie Bittner. Jamie, thanks for joining us today. You've been covering the judicial hearing for Judge Jackson throughout the day, um, hearing from senators both on the Republican and Democratic side. I'm going to ask you for their feedback, their responses in a little bit, but first, you are right now, I believe, kind of on ground zero of where those hearings took place. Am I right in saying that? You're correct, and I've been here since nine this morning, and the questioning still continues tonight. This has been a marathon for the judge here as she's answered questions from both Republicans and Democrats, and I'll give you a quick tour around here because I'm sitting in the booth that actually overlooks the hearing room right now, so I'm going to turn my camera around right here. This is where it's all taking place, right down there. Right now, they're on a break, so that's why you don't see anyone there at this moment, but they're expected to come back anytime, and we're expected to hear from two more speakers before the day wraps up, and then we'll continue this all again tomorrow. Thank you for that shot. That's really interesting to kind of see the inside look, and we see on TV what it looks like, but to even see them in break is, is really fascinating. Oh, so you spoke with three senators today. Can you tell me who they were and what their reaction was to the hearing? Yes, I spoke to Senator Patrick Leahy, who is currently the longest sitting senator. He's been through so many of these hearings before, but he told me the history of this hearing is not lost on him. We're talking about the first woman who might be the first black woman who sits on the Supreme Court court, which is historical in itself. And then I also talked to Senator Hirano of Hawaii, who is a Democrat too, who gave her opinions down on the floor. She just wrapped up speaking moments ago. And then there was Senator Ted Cruz, a Republican from Texas, who obviously was much more divisive in his questions to the judge as he approached her today. He talked about his history with the judge as he actually attended law school with her. And so he's known her for quite some time, but that didn't spare her from some tough questions from that Senator today. What were some of those questions and how did uh, Judge Jackson respond? Well, Senator Ted Cruz came prepared with props. Uh, I don't know if you got to see it at all. He has several slides he went through right here in the hearing room. Many questions revolving around critical race theory and what she believes the definition of that is. Her response was that she doesn't really use critical race theory when determining decisions and sentences. And he also talked to her about child pornography sentencing and her track record with child pornography cases. Many of his questions stemmed around why some of her sentences weren't the maximum sentence for some of these defendants. She said what's not being discussed here is the recommendations of probation officers. And on top of that, the personal lives of each of these defendants, as she says, she has to weigh those into cases too. 
what did the two Democrats that you spoke with like about Judge Jackson and what were some of the questions they asked? They call her incredibly fair. They say she has an incredible track record and they call her extremely qualified for this job. They like the fact that she was a judge right here in DC. That means she has a history of commenting and doling out sentences for many politically divisive issues, which is what's gonna happen to her if she sits on the Supreme Court. And of course, Senator Leahy had to say on a personal note for women and especially women of color across this nation, her nomination shows that they can really achieve anything and that this is adding much needed diversity onto the court itself. What happens going forward? I understand I think two senators didn't get a chance to speak tonight. I believe one of them might've been Senator John Ossoff and maybe one other one as well. Do they, they ask questions tomorrow? And then what happens after that process is finished? Yes, they got moved to tomorrow. Then obviously there's going to have to be a vote. Not necessarily do Democrats need Republicans to put her on that chair, but Democrats do tell me they're hoping for bipartisan support. Obviously she has garnered in the past some support from people who were Republicans and were conservatives. So they're hoping that we'll follow her through through this vote and that some Republican senators will decide to join us. Senator Leahy says that's really vital here too, to really establish trust again with the court as he was very concerned about the public opinion of the Supreme Court going forward. Yeah, having that uh, tag of a bipartisan uh, judge on the Supreme Court definitely pays a benefit. Is, do they seem positive? They might be able to get a couple of Republicans on their side. You did mention that a few of them have supported Judge Jackson, Jackson in the past, so maybe that is a possibility. They're hoping so. No one would exactly go on the record and say they are certain they will get any Republicans to support her, but a few Republicans did even comment today that they thought that she did very well in her opening statements. As far as if that will win her their votes, We'll just have to see. Jamie, great information. Anything else you want to know? No, but I will tell you that if it's anything like today, tomorrow will probably be another marathon. So I would suggest getting a lot of sleep tonight because you'll be glued to the television tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of networks are broadcasting that. We've covered a little bit here on Local News Live. And uh, Jamie, thanks for your time. Jamie Bittner, multimedia reporter for Gray DC in or Gray TV in Washington, DC. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for the insight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Multimedia journalist Jamie Bittner with that reporting. She is one of our correspondents in Washington, D.C. for Gray TV. Appreciate her coming on. Now, that was from yesterday is when we spoke to her, but a lot of the stuff that she talked about in terms of more people coming up and asking questions, uh, the proceedings that have played out today was what Jamie predicted. So a little bit of insight into what we saw yesterday as well as to this point today. We appreciate Jamie's reporting. You saw the, that video right at the beginning, which I thought was so fascinating. Jamie's in that little booth at the top looking over the court, and uh, she has the sound coming in from a little speaker so she can hear what's happening. And then get this view right here. This is a picture she sent to us of um, Judge Jackson answering questions from that Senate, uh, the Senate committee as she takes questions for the Supreme Court confirmation hearing yesterday. Uh, it really started Monday, now on day three as it continues on. And we appreciate you tuning in here on Local News Live for the seven-day-a-week 
network for great TV on in between our 100 plus TV stations on their streaming sites across the country and when we have great content they're producing we put on Facebook and when we have one of our correspondents across the nation we'll talk to them when they're covering big stories and bring that to you.